folks, welcome back to the iHealth channel, iHealth Radio, the network, um, with your host, Hurricane H. Again, a new day, new show. A very sweet, interesting topic that we probably haven't covered. I don't think we've covered it this way. We're going to cover it today because it touches on something that we all need, we all use, for the most part, and we need to have the, the, the optimum performance in, in this area. So, so, so my topic today, we're going to be talking about um, sports chiropractors, you know, business, but in light of using your hands properly and things like that. And, and with me, I have a specialist, Dr. Terry Zachary. He is actually, um, first of all, he's a former professional golfer. Um, he is a sports chiropractor. Uh, he is an author. I mean, he's done a lot of things, and he he created some concepts that we're going to talk about here. So without any further ado, Dr. Zachary, welcome to the show. All right, Hurricane. Hey, thanks for having me. Looking forward to uh, talking with you. And, and uh, yeah, definitely, we've got lots to talk about. Also, so I want to start with, you know, with the key thing, because here, here's the thing. I've talked, you know, about sports in the past with different guests, but golf is a whole different world of sports, right? And it's it's a unique sport, you know, in a lot of ways, a lot of aspects. Um, it's also known as a corporate, you know, thing. There's a lot of corporate events and things that take place on the on the uh, on the course. And uh, you know, it's so so from my, my world being, in, you know, in the corporate world, I have been asked to join that that band. I never did actually. It's, uh, I'm curious, you know, to to learn more about it. I have people who actually have been really into it, got the whole thing, and they they got the instructors and did it. Um, you know, it was never, you know, me, I didn't, I didn't get into it, but, but certainly would love to, to get closer to the golf concept in general, just as a quick intro, because you were a pro, you know, uh, a golfer. I mean, to be in that league, you know, your stuff <laughs> and, you know, it, it makes sense, but I think from there and combining with your knowledge and your, your, your chiropractic world, you know, you were able to identify some problems, <laughs> you know, that can really affect the golfers and and probably other people because there's things that we're going to discuss that that may affect me just putting my my fingers on a keyboard here so we'll we'll talk about so so let's let's go to your story and uh you know the golf piece that that you've uh excelled in yeah so uh it's a good introduction to what we what, what i'd like what i always like to talk about and and hurricane golf is really unique and and um I started off, I'm a little bit like you, I was a bit of a sports junkie with everything. And I started off with team sports, right? And being from Canada, originally, uh, you know, I started in hockey, but I moved on and uh, and kind of collected golf and basketball as I got going. Um, hockey and basketball, golf, all, de- all demanded that you, you know, had good hands, had strong hands. You're into ball battles, you're into puck battles. Golf, you're into controlling this golf club um without trying to be too firm on it but you have to have strong hands to have control of the golf club and and, you know have touch at the same time so the hands were always involved in all this but what what happens with golf is it becomes i mean all sports do but golf you're all by yourself and there's so little room for air when you're swinging a golf club um it gets you really acute about your mechanics and and why that kind of led me in a direction was great. All all the uh, experiences I had in sports lent me towards this direction, especially being a sports chiropractor in general. Um, 
but golf really makes you get picky about acute little things in your golf game. And then it leads you also to really get picky about um, what am I doing when I, when I treat my athletes or my regular family practice, it gets you to pick apart things because golf by nature, you don't get any better if you don't really look at the minute. Um, and, and like you say, golf is a bit of a corporate situation. You meet a lot of people through golf. I think it's a great game for people individually that get into it to learn because nothing's easy about it. There's no, you know, quick feedback. It's a difficult game. Uh, but what it does, it, it lends you to be really, really picky and acute about things. And that's where I think myself with my golf background and then seeing all these uh, repetitive gripping injuries that I did see on tour, um, it kind of placed me in the perfect position to question and lead towards a solution where nobody for the five decades that I've been around has ever even questioned this thing that you and I probably both grew up, grew up with, which is just grabbing something and squeezing it. I came to question that when I saw all these repetitive grip injuries, not only just with the fingers and thumbs, but also with the carpal tunnels and wrists and forearms and elbows. So golf really did lead me in a position to want to study the body acutely and then to question how we've come to not pay attention to this grip area. Well, well thank you, Doc. Uh, you know, first, you know, uh, I love the, 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 just the, the exchange that we have in here about the golf, you know, game as a whole and your background being in the sports. Uh, and you mentioned, like, I mean, hockey, you're right. I mean, there's, there's a stick, there's a lot of movement with the hand and the wrist, uh, you know, uh, I mean, awful i mean pretty much all kind of games uh you know use the hands other than soccer <laughs> unless you're yeah. a goalie but, but everything else is really you know using hands and it is it is it can be a little too much and again hands we do a lot of things with them without them life becomes very difficult and if you can move them it becomes more difficult and this particular sport you're right i mean there's a lot of movement you know, and twisting on that. And now you being a chiropractor, and by the way, I want you to just to, uh, if you can slightly uh, just define a little bit the chiropractic world again to our audiences for those that may not have a clear understanding of what it is, although we've covered it in previous chapters, you know, but it's always good to redefine that. And then let's connect that to the mechanics of the hand and how a golfer, for example, can sustain those injuries that you uh, refer to. Okay, yeah. Um, it's actually a good way hurricane it's it's a it's a good way to introduce the hands um the chiropractic in general like what we're always looking for uh chiropractic the basis of chiropractic is the body works best when it's on its vertical center it's it works best when it's in balance and what that means and most people will think well i've got a back ache or a neck ache or a shoulder or something like that and in general what we say is the body knows what it's doing it knows how to stay healthy what we have to do is eliminate uh, interference from it staying healthy. So that's the premise is we want the body. I, I, even, even right off the bat, we dealt, I've dealt with uh, before I went on tour myself and tried to take a run at playing professional golf. I worked with a lot of uh, professional golfers and, and, and really advanced amateur golfers. Uh, it was very difficult to keep their body in balance. You know, if they're a right-handed golfer or left-handed golfer, they're doing all their habits with, you know, the shoulders in imbalance and the pelvis imbalance and swinging one way. So really building themselves into imbalance. And our job in, as chiropractors 
is to look at whatever the person does in their daily habits and wherever they've come to in their life from injuries and, and repetitive habits and repetitive stresses. And our job is to keep them balanced. And a balanced spine where the, you know, basically the head is right over the spine and the pelvis is level and the shoulders are level, that spine then, and the big thing is the spine has uh, the spinal cord going through it. So basically all the information that's coming from your brain to your body and your and your body back to the brain, kind of like that accounting system, is all going through that spine. So the main thing that a chiropractor looks for is to keep that body in a balanced, neutral position where there's no interruption to how your body works to be healthy and works to perform at its best. The reason that's a good way to get into even what we did with, with uh, repetitive grip is that a similar thing happens at your forearm. So if I look at my forearm, you know, if the same way I would look at posture, you know, it's pretty clear that if somebody works with their hands in front of them all day, they're going to have a tendency to be into a into bad posture. And nobody in the world would ever look at a buddy of theirs and say, hey, you know, Jim or Hurricane or Debbie, you know, you've got bad posture. I would like you to slouch more. Well, that, that would make no sense whatsoever. <laughs> um, you would want them to go the other way, obviously, towards balance. And it really is the essence of what we've been doing with our grip and with our hand exercise for eons is we're always forward, we're always gripping. So you basically have nine muscles that close your hand and those muscles, Hurricane, are on the front of your fingers and thumb, hand, wrist, carpal tunnel, forearm and elbow. They attach throughout the front of that whole band. But equally, you have nine muscles that open and spread the hand that are on the back of the fingers, thumb, hand, wrist, carpal tunnel, forearm and elbow. So it's very similar actually to how we look at things and how we look at the spine, the only thing is you don't have a spinal cord going through, you know, the forearms. But what it does is we have to keep the muscles that close the hand and the muscles that open hand in balance so that we don't run into that shutting down of the finger and the thumb and the carpal tunnel and the forearm and the elbow. We don't want it to go into a shortened flexion position. And yet we have golfers that are gripping a golf club all day. And if they go train, they're often taking something and squeezing it, almost making that poor posture worse. And that's it's a good it's a good feed uh, it's a good feed into how maybe I was a little bit more in a position to work with golfers and see that hey you guys are repetitive gripping all day. Why in the world are you taking something and squeezing it? You should be you know what are you doing for the muscles that open and spread your hand? And and really none of the golfers even had ever heard of those muscles, let alone. We're training them. So the way we look at the spine, you know, nature built us this spine. Let's keep it in balance. And that's how we're going to, you know, stay uh, healthy and performing well until an old age. Or do we let it go into imbalance? And the same thing happens with the with the hands and wrist form, carpal tunnel, elbow situation. If we don't understand the area, we're not going to exercise it properly. And, and that's what I found was happening with professional golfers. And then you know, once they once I found out I wasn't good enough to play professional golf, I saw it everywhere, like in other sports and in music and in the workplace, etc. Thank you, Doc. And 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 you know, I for for the non-amateurs such as myself, the just the the ones that watch, right? You know, the yep. we we don't we see what we see. And I can tell you, I mean, what I notice about golfers in general is 
to your point, if they're righty or lefty, there's always one angle that they go. They swing in from one side, their arms are up, their and their hands are tight, all the stuff. It's the same thing. I would think like the whole, I mean, they their arms can be a problem. The elbows can have the shoulders as well as the back or sometimes even the legs. Because you keep twisting. I mean, I, I've been in martial arts. I know we make the wrong move and something pops, right? So I know yeah. these things, you know. So if you're doing it, but we're not without the medical, you know, piece to it, you might hurt yourself. So you've seen those those injuries in real time, and 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 you focus on the hands specifically. Now I did not mention that you do have you, you're the, the the developer of Hand Master Plus, and so we'd like to to talk about that, you know, and link it to those injuries that you've seen in real time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's exactly what would ha- what was happening is that um, I, I really I understood the golf swing a lot. I understood what golfers actually have to do to get to that level as well. Most of these you know guys and girls have been playing in college and they they've had an amateur career before that, uh, and they're getting into where they've done this for a long time, usually from when they were kids, and they've developed these imbalances. Um, what I was able to see then is. When I worked with, so when I got out and I took a run at playing myself, a lot of the players would find out, you know, it almost earns you some cachet within, within the group. And I played mostly mini tours and some of some bigger events, but mostly mini tours. I never played in the PGA tour at all. Uh, But I had the cachet to be able to kind of play all these tournaments. I was trying to play myself, but, but eventually somebody would find out, Hey, that guy over there is a, sports chiropractor if you're having problems with your elbow or your carpal tunnel or something you should maybe go over and talk to them and, and that happened dozens and dozens and dozens of times throughout i took about three years off of practice so what it ended up doing is allowing me to say i when i was in practice hurricane i would explain usually about to do all of the grip muscles i would explain six or seven exercises and, and in your office you have sheets you can hand them out uh, you can explain things. You have items in your office. But on the golf course, you don't have that, really. You're trying to explain this to people. It takes a long time. They don't have time. I didn't have a lot of time as well. And it kind of weighed on me. I had one particular a fellow that I was traveling with who had uh, two children at home. He had really risked everything to play golf. And he had a tennis elbow that was so debilitating that he couldn't even lift a cup of coffee. And so something in me had always looked at this problem saying, I can't continue to show them all these exercises. And I couldn't find anything that did it all at once. And I, I more or less had a three o'clock in the morning kind of aha moment where I, th- I said, you know, if I, took, if I took a ball and hollowed it out and put some elastic material through that, put that to the thumb, put that to the fingers, they should be able to squeeze the ball and then open and spread the hands all one continuous motion. And I don't have to. I don't have to show them a million things. They can get on with their life doing the proper exercise. I can get on with my life trying to, you know, be a be a golfer, and all would work out well. And it really did happen that simply. So that three o'clock in the morning, I got up, kind of started doing some drawings, and that, you know, when I got up that morning, I went to some kind of clothing store and got some elastic material, found a ball, and that's how it all started. And to what it is to today, and there's a lot of a lot of details in between, but it's this really toyish looking thing and it's called Handmaster Plus. So what it allowed me to do is to, we used to take elastic bands and put them on all the fingers and you'd have to change the elastic band. If I put the elastic band on the hand opening muscles, 
the elastic band would fall off about there. So I could never get full range of motion in the finger extensor muscles. But when I put that on, I'll slip it on quickly for you. I won't take long. Yeah, it's please. very easy to show. Um, when I have the athlete then put on what, the, what was the prototype back then, they simply put it in their hands. They're going to squeeze against the ball for count of one. And then they're going to open and spread for count of one. So because the, and they just keep on doing that back and forth. And now I know that there's strength in the nine muscles that close the hand. And I know that there's strength in the nine muscles that open and spread the hand. So they're taking their hand through a full natural range of motion. They're going to strengthen the muscles, balance the muscles. And you're going to see that they don't grow in. They slowly over their career don't grow into that closed flexion where the thumbs are shortened and the fingers are shortened, the carpal tunnel shuts down and the el the forearm and the elbow shorten. And that's where all the injuries come from. So that's kind of the history of how it all came to be that it started as a hollowed out ball with, you know, elastic waistband material, but it really worked on this fellow that had the tennis elbow. Uh, we got him back onto playing. He kept the prototype. I don't know what happened to that prototype to this day. And we made a few, we made a bunch more of them, and it was it just then I realized we had something. I realized that I could help somebody and make their life easier. I didn't have to show them, you know, I didn't have to show them twenty minutes of exercise. They could do this exercise in a minute. Well, thank you, Doc. Well, so a couple of things. I, I know you've mentioned the balance part, and yep. I, you know, again, I mentioned martial arts, and in martial arts, we do the right. We got to do the left. You cannot yep. do one side. You have to double up. You have to learn to do the same technique, you know, both sides. So you have that always uh, balanced, you know, posture and everything, right? So in the golfers, you know, world, I mean, if you're a righty, that's basically what what they do. Right? I mean, they don't switch. Uh, is that a problem with that? And I just that's just a question that came to my mind while you were explaining, because uh, because if you keep doing just one thing, I mean, you're gonna be like <laughs> lopsided here. It's not gonna be good. So, so what do you say to that? No, it's, yeah, I say what I say to that is it's a big problem in golf. And even before we got, you know, the same things that we saw in. So I treated professional golfers and amateur golfers before I went out and took a run at golf myself. You know, I knew them very well. Uh, the Canadian tour, we have a real popular Canadian tour that would come through my area. They would come by Vancouver, go over to the island, then come back on their way uh, west to east throughout the Canadian tour. So I, they would stop in my office. Many of them would stop in my office. And it's a, it's a huge problem. Um, if you look at some of the older guys, and I'm not, you know, I'm. you can just have a peek at them yourself. You watch the senior tour, you can pretty much tell just by looking at somebody if they're a right-hander or if they're a left-hander. You know, if I've been doing this, you know, through all my career, I'll exaggerate. But, you know, one hand's going to be lower in the club and I'm going to be swinging one way or I'm going to be swinging the other. You're going to create... You're going to create structural imbalance whether you want to or not. It, the question is, are you working with somebody that can offset that imbalance and maintain you? I played golf all my life and I'm sitting right now, but when I stand, I'm really, uh, I've, I've worked really hard to keep, you know, the head level, the shoulders balanced, the pelvis balanced. But as a golfer, you're always doing something to offset that. I did a lot of swimming. I, you know, I got adjusted by somebody that would uh, adjust me and keep my body on its vertical center. Uh, did a lot of stretching, a lot of stretching. Um, so things like that, you have to pay attention to it. Just like martial arts. We work, we work with a lot of uh, martial art, martial arts instructors. And we work with that with the gripping, but it's the same thing we talk about with them is that that body to be, 
to be strong has to have a central base. Once you come into imbalance, you're talking about small range of motion on one side and large range of motion on the other side. And then you're open to injury, but your, your mechanics are going to be abnormal. So the same thing that happens that you're talking about at the spine, that's your base, really is very similar to what happens in my, in my, in my distal, like from the elbow to the tip of the finger, it creates a central axis as well. And we want to keep things balanced on that axis as well. So really the key to what we're talking about, whether it is the grip or whether it is the spine, is you have to maintain a stable base of balance and strength and balance and blood flow. We can get into that a little bit more. Yeah, well, balance is one thing. Yeah. Sorry, no, definitely. Just, yeah, yeah go please ahead. go ahead. No, no, please. Yeah, I was just going to finish off on that thought because we, when I started Hurricane, we talked a lot about strength and balance. And that was my main goal. I want to get, I want to make sure these golfers for their hands, they're strong. They're, they have strong, long tendons, both in closing and opening. So we take those nine muscles that close the hand, those nine muscles that open and spread the hand. And I wanted to keep those balanced. That was my main thing. But, but eventually what we found out is when you take the hand through its full natural range of motion with resistance, is you stimulate amazing blood flow and amazing lymph drainage. And that's what really keeps the tissues healthy over time so that when called upon, they will perform well. Similar to what we're talking about in martial arts. If you start to get imbalanced and you're not moving those areas through a range of full range of motion, you're not getting that restorative blood flow and lymph drainage to your body and you're not going to have a stable base. And, and as you know, uh, any any weakness, any area that can be attacked is is a detriment to you. So, you know, the, the strength and balance and blood flow that, you know, that this vessel has to perform what you're doing is extremely important uh, to keep in mind. Well, so, so thank you, Doc. And so that leads me to a question. I mean, decades have gone and people have been doing it exactly the same. How did it go unnoticed? I mean, and, and really, I mean, it's like, what do you think question. about it? This is, this is not new. It's been around. Golf has been around and uh, you've, you've tackled the, the, some of these injuries prior to even you endure, you know, in, I guess, endeavoring into the, the golf, you know, game, but, but really the, the problem has always been there and, and you have, I guess the older uh, generation of golfers, they probably all have problems today, <laughs> you know, based on 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 what they sustain over these years. So so it kind of went unnoticed. Now we have it. Are, are there educational pieces, and is it is is this type of work that you do now incorporating the training and the uh, I guess the um, the instruction for golfers that are just upcoming? Uh, you know, it's interesting because it's, uh, and it's a really good question. Uh, I don't say it's a good question lightly because uh, what what has happened is it was missed for decades. I mean, it was literally missed for decades. The first part of that is, uh, is wh why was it missed? And what I can say is I just happen to be uniquely in the situation where um, be myself being really tedious about how I treated patients and treating sport sports athletes and being into grip sports, hockey, uh, basketball, golf. When, when I went to school and they were teaching the hand muscles and we went into dissection and looked at all the hand muscles and the elbow muscles, it, it just intrigued me beyond belief because I wanted to know as an athlete, am I doing this right? And I remember doing a report at one point 
uh, comparing a uh, tennis elbow, which is kind of the lateral side, the outside of your elbow, compared to a uh, golfer's elbow, which is the media is tendonitis, the medial side of your elbow. And I remember reading um, a textbook, and they they basically just compared the uh, wrist flexors to the wrist extensors. So if it's wrist extensor tendonitis, that's tennis elbow. If it's if it's wrist flexor tendonitis, that's medial elbow. And I and I remember thinking like. I've just newly been through all my anatomy as, as an athlete, really paying attention. And then I went in, and then you're into dissection in the dissection lab. And I'm seeing all these finger flexor and finger extensor muscles that attach all the way down at the elbow. And I'm saying, why in the world are they not looking at grip? And I remember having that thought while I was going through school. And then as mm-hmm. I got into practice, I had a lot of success with repetitive gripping injuries because I did these protocols where you open and spread the fingers. It was tedious because it was with elastic bands. It was before I developed Handmaster Plus. So I go on, I, I tell that history hurricane because by the time I got into tour, I into the tour, I was where, well aware that most people don't understand grip and, and how to train grip properly. And I would still see, even to this day, people still tell you to take something and squeeze it. And once People talk to me and they say, there's nine muscles that close the hand. There's nine muscles that open the hand. And there's actually nine forearm muscles that position your hand in whatever grip that you do. So there's 27 grip muscles. And once you hear that, you're really never going to do grip wrong. You're never going to take a tennis ball and squeeze it again. It just doesn't make any sense. But then I went and I took that to when I was out golfing. It was, the, it was really the last thing I thought I was going to do is develop some hand exercise product. But when I got out there, then you see an environment where there is repetitive grip at a really high level. These guys were all on mini tours that I was traveling with and girls. And there was uh, some females that I started to play with as well while we're practicing at these clubs that were really advanced. But they're practicing all day. They're trying to get their fitness all day. You know, they're grabbing dumbbells and kettlebells and everything is grip. Everything they're doing is grip. So to be in that in that environment, you would see, I saw so many repetitive grip injuries, but people really didn't know it was from the same cause. They said, my elbow's hurting, or I've got forearm problems or wrist problems or carpal tunnel problems or thumb or finger problems. And I'm going, that's from that same repetitive grip imbalance shuts down everything. Just like your spine, when you get in bad posture, could have neck problems, shoulder problems, rib problems. It's similar, but it's from that more, uh, you know, more uh, general imbalance position that you see all these things. So it's a long explanation, Hurricane, but I think I was in a position to see that in practice and then to have the cachet. Not a lot of people can get really into uh, spending time with professional golfers and seeing the ins and outs. And I just happen to be in that and seeing the need for education and the need for uh, an exercise solution. And and it just came pretty naturally and fundamentally to me. But when I would, you know, when I was looking at it, nobody saw it. And now when I explain it, it's kind of like, well, that's, you know, that's obvious, isn't it? Well, it wasn't <laughs> obvious because most people don't get to put two and two together. Those just happen to be my expertises. Well, thank you. I, well, first of all, I mean, I, I, just amazing to hear that, you know, how many muscles I mean, this little simple thing. You know, while you're talking, I was just doing the exercise myself. It was like, you yeah. know, it feels good. Actually, <laughs> you know. By the way, I I do I can relate to something like so in the martial arts. I mean, you learn, especially in in in, in the fighting ones where you have like a lot of fist stuff. Yeah. There's always like you turn like 
to have fists all the time. And yeah. it's almost that same thing. You know, you're gripping your own hand, really, in a way, right? It's tight. So if you do it over and over, I mean, you do tend, I, I've seen people who actually like have this kind of structure in their hands, like, you know, oh. they're not really straight. So it does develop that way. So it is kind of like uh, uh, related to a lot of other areas other than golf. And, you know, Absolutely. in the States, for example, we have baseball. I mean, I, I, I see a lot of similarities between the baseball and, and I guess the golf grip. I mean, yeah. In, in a way, right? So, so I'm not sure if there is, um, if there's a, a medical piece that is that is equal in, the, in terms of the the grip in here and, and the injuries, but it, I can just visualize that it's the same for these folks as well, and uh, they can use <laughs> your device as well. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll see, and that's that's the where the story ended off. And I, I probably didn't answer your last question very well because, but but to go on in that when I when they you know when I finally realized. At golf, professional golf is really difficult. I'm not unproud that I didn't, you know, make the PGA Tour, but there's so many people that try out. It's it, the the upper echelon of golf is unbelievably difficult to break into talent wise. But um, uh, once I once I was away from the the, the pursuit of golf, uh, you know, I'm back into practice, and you're seeing just like you said, all these different sports. They had the exact same characteristics. I saw the exact same injuries. Then outside of the sports market, we got into music, started seeing a lot of musicians in the practice. And this is after now we've developed Handmaster Plus, uh, just getting early on and testing, you know, how to make it and all that stuff. Started to see musicians. Then we started to see uh, ergonomic. So people in workplaces like a dental hygienist is one of the most common things we talk about. They're gripping small tools, palm down, very short resting. They have a lot of the same things that we saw uh on the on professional golf tour so it absolutely did parlay into where we make this one ball and we've got like all these markets that i had no idea i wasn't even looking to do anything like that but we started to be able to see all these uh uh needs for the product as well you also asked a really good question which is something we work on very hard uh we're working on a program at this time you said, is there any, are we changing, are we educating our health professionals uh, with this information? And that's that's the iteration we're kind of on, right? That's the stage of our growth we're on right now. With most people, if you ask them, health and fitness experts, and you ask them, hey, you know, how many grip muscles is there? They probably have to look back like I used to have to, because I, you know, we focus on a lot of different areas, but I've focused on this one area for a decade. But they would have to look up and say, geez, I don't know how many grip muscles there are. So there's not, of not a lot of attention, but we're putting programs together to educate healthcare professionals and fitness professionals uh, and also like music teachers, things like that on how you properly train grip so that um, all the muscles are strong and balanced and you don't slowly build yourself into these kind of performance killing injuries and, and unstable parts of your body. Those are that's the education we're putting in now. I I I have a book out that's called uh, Great Hands, Great Life. Um, anybody can look it up. It's it's on Amazon, but it explains all the nuances of the hand muscles and why you run into elbow problems of the different types of elbow problems and why you run into different types of forearm and carpal tunnel problems. And it explains it in depth. So we've started with the book, and now we're working to educate. Uh, where we can and look at opportunities to educate professionals and and even individuals can can read about you know can look at the information we're doing so they train properly. 
so so doctor there's a couple of things here one is i have i have another uh i guess group of people that you probably can help the the gamers we have a lot of more gamers today oh, with with their controllers i mean they attach i mean imagine they they grip it all day and you know i don't know how their fingers and stuff do not get numb eventually uh they and, do uh, my, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just <laughs> my my son is on. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I don't know I, if I can just grip something, and, and even the phone. I mean, even today, I mean, I think as a general public, everybody's grabbing their phones and and they're flipping around, and you feel that pain. I mean, over time, if you're actually doing a long time, so it's it's. I guess the range is just big, and it's just gonna get more <laughs> worse as we get a lot more with these tiny tools, as you stated. You know, in the case of uh, you know the uh, hygienist, right? Uh, you are gonna say something back. No, no, I, I just I, that train of thought is is uh, is exactly where we end up going going to with this. And again, I I meant to help professional golfers, and then I thought, well, well these this could help other grip grip athletes. And then you know other things that I you just start to realize um, it was just wasn't by intent that we developed this product, but now and the product does extremely like it's doing extremely well because of what you're saying. Uh, gamers is a there's an enormous amount of markets that are popular right now especially the electronics and there's gamers and there's esport athletes this is all new to many people there's oh, yeah. esport athletes that are really making these uh, like ridiculous livings and and they're young kids um and they are running into having to retire because of carpal tunnel problems and elbow problems and and certainly there's posture problems and all that so it's a whole new it's a whole new area that uh, has to be educated. And, and you know, business-wise is one thing. I'm not a businessman, Hurricane. We do well with the product because I care about helping people. And, and that might sound like I'm blowing, you know, just blowing steam, but it's true. And, and when we look at people, I look at these uh, the esport athletes and these advanced gamers, and I'm going, wow, look at all the time you've put into this. Uh, and now you're starting to get injuries and nobody's, you know, really helping there's just no expertise in that repetitive grip problem and why these joints are shutting down joints and structures. And uh, that's just something I see that we've got a lot of people to help. We're helping a ton of people and and we've got many partners like with distributors and some brand partners. Uh, and we're, we're getting more and more attention all the time. Um, we can't even say some of the people that we're starting to work with until we, we know that we're going to work with them in the long term, but it's it's the way that you have to get to people that need the education and need the help and need this the simple solution that we can provide um, is to just continue to get good partners that are professional and you know care about the the users in their market and uh, we've we've found a number of good partners already over the over the last few years and we continue to grow that way and I enjoy it I enjoy the education part as you can probably tell it's sometimes hard to to uh, keep me keep me quiet but <laughs> like you identified and then you've you've got people with their cell phones and you're thinking oh well who cares about cell phones how much problem could there be no there's a huge amount of problems with that we're starting to see with carpal tunnels with thumbs um it's we need to look at our body realize this miraculous design realize how it's made and look to see what our habits are uh, if you're a martial artist, you might be in the gym all the time. Well, you've got to realize that you're in the gym. You've got to offset that to keep yourself in balance so you can excel. If a person's a, a, a e-sport athlete or a gamer, they have to understand their main equipment is themselves. So when they're coming in there and they're taking something or they're on a keyboard uh, and they're repetitively gripping, 
They have to be identified. Identify that's a red flag. But no leader in the in the health and fitness market has been talking about that. We're here to tell you it's very serious because once these areas break down, um, you're gonna you start to see some debilitating problems, just like we talked about in golf. But you see them all over the place. So uh, every market we go into, you you see this absolutely debilitating injuries where the person has a hard time recovering, and and they were certainly easily preventable with some education and with some simple exercises. Well, doctor, I have to say, I, I listen, everybody's working and I think there's, I don't know of anyone who doesn't have a computer and a keyboard and, you know, we spend a lot more time you know, in those things and that's copper tunnel. So it's part of this whole dilemma that we talked about now, which basically your device can be literally in every office and everybody's desk should have one just to be able to just do some exercise with them. Like, we'll have to mandate that because this way they don't get injured and then they'll take, you know, uh, I mean, they literally can, can lose, you know, their jobs because they can't perform anymore if they can't do it. I mean, imagine if you can't type anymore. I mean, you can dictate, you know, with technology, but but it, it's it's just the, it affects your personal life. You can't drive, you can't do a lot of things if, if your hands are not functioning properly. So so this actually goes beyond just, you know, I mean, we're starting with the golf piece, which was where it all started. But I think listening to you and, and just understanding that these, these 20 plus 27 muscles that are all connected here. I mean, you don't think about it. I mean, you see a hand, no. you never think about like, you know, 27 pieces working together. And, and it's like, it's unbelievable. Like, you know, as you said, this is like a mastery of, of creation here, but, but all the work. Now there is another piece that I wanted to ask about. And you mentioned something about the blood flow and everything, but there are nerves also coming through your hands. Right. I mean, you have your bones, you have your nose, your nerves. Now, if you keep doing certain things, I'm sure there's like, just like you have a pinched nerve, you know, if you do bad moves, you know, you're probably going to have some of those problems or is that, I'm just asking the question. No, 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 for sure. Um, there's, there's two, um, there's two elements that, that are really important for people to realize. And especially, you know, like you say, most of us are in repetitive gripping in one way, whether it's our phone or our computers or our hobby or our sports or what have you. And you certainly have, there's two factors. So you've got the peripheral nerves that will go out to, you know, bring sensation and kind of all the instructions to your, your hand muscles and stuff. Uh, and carpal tunnel syndrome, that's, we're going to have a problem. So median nerve comes through the carpal tunnel. That's a nerve that gets affected, but you have ulnar nerve getting affected at, at the cubital tunnel at the elbow. That's a common thing. And there's a radial nerve problem you can have at your, at your uh, outside, at your lateral elbow. So there's peripheral nerves. And even if somebody has, and again, when we get into the health aspect of it, like we've got the one that I put on and demonstrated for you would be something like that looked like that. Uh, but we also have a soft version would be for things that like for stroke rehabilitation or somebody that's got arthritis and they work through their health or fitness provider, their healthcare provider uh, to bring that into their environment. But then you start to stimulate um, where you're stimulating the, the peripheral nerves. So somebody that's had a stroke could put one of these things on whatever range of motion, they should be trying to do it, trying to re-stimulate these areas. Uh, or if somebody's got arthritis or they've been through, let's say, an injury or a surgery, and they're, they're kind of uh, after they've been through treatment, they should be starting to rebuild these areas, the same situation. We have this one exercise as well, Hurricane, the same, where you close against the ball and you open against the cord. And you can do it just like you were doing with your hand, you can, just in the air. Uh, people, that are, the audience could just close against their hand, open and spread, and then make a figure eight at the wrist as wide as you can. 
Okay, so you go close for one, open and spread for one, and then a figure eight as wide as you can, a couple of figure eights and back. And that's where you get all 27 muscles. The reason I tell you about that is that, remember, we when we train our muscles, if you pick any joint and the muscles that, that are uh, controlling that joint, if you take those muscles through their full natural range of motion, you're going to stimulate a lot of blood flow and a lot of lymph drainage. And that's what keeps, you know, so we get strength, balance, and circulation. That's, that's what keeps you healthy. Um, but getting back to the concept that we can stimulate all the peripheral nerves, we can keep the muscles balanced. So those peripheral nerves, those structures like the carpal tunnel stay nice and wide. So the median nerve doesn't get entrapped. That's one thing we, we use a lot. All we're doing is strengthening the muscles that keep that median nerve open. And because we're stimulating proper fluid flow through the through the carpal tunnel, because we're taking the hand through a full range of motion, those are the two things is that if the carpal tunnel starts to shut down structurally, it starts to collapse, and we have poor blood flow, that's breeding ground for carpal tunnel syndrome, which is median nerve. So keeping the structures strong and balanced with great blood flow and great lymph drainage is how you take care of, uh, of all those peripheral nerves. And it's also how you take care of all the tissues. You need to get oxygen and nutrients out there. And if you're going through a small range of motion with, you know, the old days, we'd grab a tennis ball and do this. You're not going to get much range of motion. But once you start to open, close, open, spread, figure eight, you, you can't even imagine the amount of blood flow and lymph drainage that you stimulate. And if you're doing that on a regular basis, that's how your body keeps healthy and balanced. Thank you. And, and, and by the way, uh if you want performance you need to have everything all the strengths in your hands you know uh, you know optimum because you're not going to be able to perform if you have aches <laughs> you know and, and your hands are like hurting every minute you know you can only do so much right and it's going to take a toll on you and that that goes across the board i mean i you know you're talking i'm thinking about weightlifted and people that are using these these things i mean all i mean drivers can have the same problem i mean it's like if you're doing long-range driving whatever so, I mean, this, this affects a lot of people. I mean, literally it's, and what I do want to say, first I want to thank you. And I, I do want to just take a moment uh, to say this. And I always say, I, I, this is something I've learned a long time ago. Like uh, necessity is modern invention. Uh, necessity is modern invention. Yeah. You sow something and you created a solution. And I love that, uh, you know, all these, the things that we have today in life that are like, you know, tools that we use whether for uh, recreation or for health stuff has been designed by people such as yourself who, who see a need, there is a problem, you create a solution, make it simple enough that it can be anywhere. And, and then the utilization of it is versatile enough that it can be across different, you know, groups and different uh, industries, if you want to call it or different practices, right? In this case, yours literally can be almost, I'm telling you, like every household, you know, can, can have one. I mean, if you have a home, you should have some of these, I mean, even just that, just doing the exercise will help, I guess, to keep your hands correct. Uh, if you're in martial arts, if you're in any of those sports, I think you can do that. So, yeah, but I just wanted to, to talk about that. No, no, you're, you're but that you're, um, you're very intuitive about, and again, it, it's something where we, I, I came to these conclusions over the years, similar to what we're talking about. And you start to see the need for people is the other thing to keep in mind. And if, you know, if any of your audience wants to look up there, you, this is something we came on late and it's a long story of how we came on to this, but we know that if we're, we're, we're everybody is in repetitive grip situations, you know, we're always doing stuff. We're never carrying our, 
our water jugs with our hands open. It's always, we're always gripping. So there's absolutely a need for this. And, you know, the business of what we do certainly would say, hey, I hope everybody in the world buys one of these things because it's good for business. But what we are trying to do is, you said necessity is the mother of all invention. And I think that's one of the things that I'm most interested in when I talk about this particular product that, that I've developed. I wasn't going for like, I want to have a good business here. I was going like, I got to help these golfers. Like these guys are going to run into problems. The one guy couldn't even lift the coffee cup. So you start to do things just to get the mechanics properly. And it's amazing because all I did as well, uh, you know, I'm not the brightest bulb in the Christmas tree by any stretch, but I saw that there was a need for it. And I also saw that I know the design of this area. So I really appreciate the design of nature. It's one of the things as chiropractors, most of us look and we say, hey, look at this structure. Let's keep it maximized. And that person's going to be healthy. That's, you know, bottom line of what we do. And when I developed that product, I really just looked and said, look at the design. Look at all these muscles. Look at the position. There's got to be a million positions. If I'm a golfer or if I play guitar or I'm a, you know, a dental hygienist, you, you, we have to train all these muscles to be in their best length and strength and balance and so that's all i did and it ends up going into into other areas but the, the thing i wanted to tell you about is that we've also got on top of all we've talked about is that there's uh there's about five or six huge published studies that said that say that uh that correlate grip strength with life longevity so they're saying the stronger your grip is the longer you're going to have more life longevity and and any of your you know, we just we we say that because this is an area that I think when we get peripheral strength and peripheral blood flow, a lot of good things happen, including lymph drainage. And when we stimulate lymph drainage to the out to the fingers, your lymph ducts that really drain all the uh, the lymph in your body are located up in the shoulders. We're bound to increase to improve that, which has you know that's how the brain drains. That's how the rest of the body drains. So just by bringing maximum blood flow and lymph drainage to the extremities, to the upper extremity, we're likely improving the, the uh, efficiency of the lymph ducts themselves that drain all the lymph nodes and, and lymph vessels. And so we, we definitely think that we can help people just in their general health and their experience of life and maybe their longevity. It turned, it turned from just wanting to start golf or to help golfers to realizing that, wow, if we just train this area that nobody's training so many benefits come out of it uh, and it's exciting you know we get up every day and work on this this product and try to you know talk to more people like yourself and your audience and all as we're doing is helping people and it's it's just that we're asking you to use the design that you already have and we're making it an easy way just like we did for the golfers so that's perceptive of you. And, and that's one of the things that we're seeing. We're just trying to help people. We're just trying to get people to take their design, the design, this, this unbelievable design of their bodies, and just follow it. And we just happen to make this simple concept that makes that real easy. So like we love when people bring this into their life. Yeah, it's funny. It's so simple, yet nobody thought about it before. <laughs> Yeah, maybe yeah. it takes a simple, maybe it takes a real simple brain. But, but you know, there's something more I want to say is that, you know, uh, in different circles, you being a chiropractor, you know, 
injuries would have benefited you more, but you didn't look at it that way. You looked at it like, let's find a solution for these people to help them as opposed to like, let's have more clients to, to pop them. Right. You know, so, so I'm telling you like there are, you know, different schools of thoughts, you know, that, that say, well, I don't care. These people get hurt. That's more money for me. But you, you know, I love what you said that I'm not in it for the business. I want it for the mission. And that's a whole different one. Maybe because you're Canadian, I, I guess that's a different story because your healthcare is different than ours. I think maybe yeah, in the states it would have been different. <laughs> people are the people are the same though. We we care about. You know, just, when we that's get... a joke, by the way. Just no, jokes. no, no. I I get that. I get that. Yeah, that's a healthcare system joke because you know, like yeah. you know, we have to throw in that. You know, I mean, Canada <laughs> does have a whole different system. I mean, not the best, you know, you know, but it's definitely better than ours. I would say, uh, you know, because of yeah, that's probably that's probably open to. I think we've got well. I won't even get into that, but <laughs> but it depends. I mean, there's different. I mean, I've had a discussion with with a top Canadian, you know, about yeah. the U S healthcare versus Canadian healthcare. And I can tell you it, that question will remain, you know, which one is better. I mean, it's not about better. The thing I think that, that that's important is to have doctors such as yourself. We don't see the practice is only for money, but also for helping people. And as long as we have that balance, you, there's nothing wrong with making money. As a matter of fact, make as much money. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm promoting the product already. Like go for it, baby. Everybody should have one of those, but but the idea is that you're doing it to provide a service to people and to help them. Because, like, again, at the end of the day, I'm just looking at it. If we all have the best range of motion and the flow of the blood and all this stuff is happening, you're going to only perform better. That means for those people out there, they can do better job at work. They can do better job at whatever exercise or sports they're in. Make money, do whatever they want. Have a better life in general with less problems and pain. That's just another thing. I mean, if you have pain, I mean... You're talking about injuries. Injury in, introduces the idea of pain, pain management, drugs. And now you have addiction and I've, you know, other things that can linger there. And so that, that can be like a whole tsunami, a whole, you know, ripple effect that can affect a lot of things that, you know, a simple change that, that you can use through this device and, and your invention here can make a big difference in somebody's life. I mean, you can get pills that can damage your liver or other things, and now you have oh, sure. serious problems in health. And, you know, one little thing caused all this. I mean, you talked about a simple thing. Someone cannot grab a cup of coffee. Now, just, just folks watching and listening right now, imagine that. If your hands cannot maneuver correctly, you can't drive, can't go places. Now you rely on other people. It's like if you can't walk, you can't even get a you know a cane to go because you hand. So, I mean, just think about all the different, problems that can happen if your hands are not functioning properly so i mean i i'm just you know looking at all these things in my mind like processing them quick but but i can see like you know you did it for the right reasons and you know it's funny because when you do things for the right reason the money will always come <laughs> it's yeah and, and you make some interesting points and one thing that it piques my because you and i wasn't uh, never shying away from a like, conversation about healthcare systems because that's one of the it's one of the things that i'm most interested in is that uh, no, I don't. I don't think anybody should have any problems with bringing in money for the right reasons. And, and if you're helping people and you're bringing in, you're, you're more likely to use whatever whatever uh, you know net revenue you bring in. You're more likely to do good things with it. But you think of what you can do. And one of the things that I, you know, as we as we get more and more known for how we can help people with this particular simple cheap, you know, it's a, it's a very affordable product. Is that we can change the healthcare system. If you see how many, how much money is spent on these repetitive gripping injuries and like drugs for it and surgeries for it, um, we can have an effect. 
you know, the, the more we become popular, yes, it does well for the business. Like I'm kidding. That's one of the end products. Helping people, you know, if you have a business that helps people, you more people you help, probably the better you do. But one of the things you do when it's a when it's a uh when it's a fitness exercise like this is that you eliminate the stress on the healthcare system. If you can educate people, this was a piece that people would go from, well, I'm feeling great to oh my gosh, my elbow's a problem or my carpal tunnel's a problem. And now what? And it's drugs and surgery. And what we're saying is let's stretch this out a little bit in this, in this whole paradigm, in this whole scale. And let's say, I want to keep you on this side. I'm going to teach you about, your, about how the grip works, how your fingers and thumb and carpal tunnel and elbow and forearm work. And why don't you start doing this every day if you use your hands? And the chances of you getting way over here are slim. I mean, they're slim to none. And that's one of the things that I don't, in my life, I'd like to lend towards our healthcare system is I want to make sure people say, I want to, whoever we touch, I want them to understand their body uh, and find simple ways where they can, uh, you know, exercise your body. In this example, we, we've also gotten, you know, we won't talk about this, maybe another day we've got, we develop a three minute stretch because I don't see people stretching all the time and I couldn't get people stretching in practice. And so now we move these stretches into all upright. Anyways, people can look at that on the website. I'll, I could talk another day about that. But my my concept is, is we, we have to be able to provide people with simple fitness routines, simple daily habits they can realistically bring into their lives. Very few people did the hand exercises that I would would recommend to them when I was in practice because it took a half an hour. And once they got out of pain, forget it. They don't have a half an hour for the hands. But now with this Hand Master Plus, you're doing this. And especially if you do the, we always recommend that figure eight exercise with with the ball. You're going to do that for a minute and you're going to be completely exhausted. And so a minute a day, you can be sitting around doing it, watching a video or watching TV, or it's easy to get into your life. And it's going to keep you on the scale where you're thriving. You're not, you know, we, I don't want us, I don't want a healthcare system in Canada or in the States or anywhere in the world where we're so dependent on horrible habits, drugs, and surgery. And that's just what we have. It's like no one, no education, horrible habits, habits, drugs and surgery well can't we get some education get people doing some good habits and keep them over here and and that's that's one of the things i'm way more focused on than uh how's the bottom line doing it's like let's get people taking control of their health and understanding their once they understand the body like probably within five minutes of you and i talking about this most people understood that okay nine muscles close the hand nine muscles open the hand Nine muscles control your position of your wrist in grip. That makes sense to me. And and we just have to keep on educating people and and giving them simple solutions. Well, thank you. And and you know, it's funny, I'm listening to you. Now, now maybe you don't know this about me. I mean, I've spent 30 years in the insurance space, you know, yeah. in the States. So obviously I'm an insurer side, which means we're the payers. We look at any way possible to save money, I guess. <laughs> I'm not saying yeah. in, 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 in a, in a, you know, a sarcastic way. I mean, you're an insurer, obviously you have a bottom line, but you want to make sure. So one of the things that we thrive ourselves on as, as industry is preventative care. So what you're talking about is that portion of being preventative. Now, here's the good news. 
Uh, I can tell you this. I think insurance companies should adopt your device too because if they can give that to every member, they'll probably save a lot of money <laughs> in injuries and surgeries you know, that can happen. Now, I work in the senior markets, so ultimately you're talking about different chronic you know, things that can happen where your hands are not functioning properly. This exercise can prevent some of these and definitely work. So there's definitely discussions that can can be had, you know, regarding this in the insurance space, and uh, you know, as a means of of uh, prevention, you know, from severe stuff and maybe hospitalization and surgery. Because here's the thing, uh, you know, I, I, whatever people can hear this on this, this not a secret. An insurer, any insurance, doesn't want to pay claims, and I, and I, it sounds weird the way I'm saying it, but that's why oh. they pay claims. They do, but you know, it's a risk share concept. The more claims, right. the more cost goes up for everybody. So to reduce that overall cost across the board, you know, the least, you know, we have things that are costly, the more we can spread the beans, as they call, and the wealth across, you know, the membership of any, you know, insurer, you know, space. And by the way, this is not just in health, whether it's in in, in property and casualty and all these things, that's the same concept, right? So, so, but the idea, if we do a good job educating, and a lot of the work we do in the insurance space is to educate and try to, you know, produce these these kind of helper. I mean, even, for example, we give benefits, you know, such as a gym membership, right? Why? Because if the people are healthier, you know, going to the gym, the immune system is better, everything is better, the diabetes is controlled, no blood pressure, all that stuff is gone. Well, guess what? Same concept here. If we can yeah. train people to be better and their functions are better regardless, then they'll have less, you know, bad outcomes. It's all good. <laughs> and the government, we are subsidized by the government, so at least my area. And therefore, yeah. the government is going to be happy too because people are going to be healthier. So at the end of the day, it's a win-win for all folks. I mean, the customers are happy, the government's happy, the insurers are happy, the doctors are getting paid, and everybody is cool. You know, but but yeah, that's a different, like to your point, that's a different discussion for another day <laughs> maybe. And uh, especially, by the way, I'm, I'm interested in that discussion about stretching because um that's an area that most of us probably do not do well. Um, and, uh, you know, between sleeping and doing things on a day-to-day basis, we all kind of need a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, no, you know? this, this, you know, the stretching side is, is, is very similar to what we're talking about. It's a very similar conversation. And, um, but it was, it's an interesting conversation when you're talking about, I know you've, you've got your, uh, your background in, and in, in the insurance industry. And I'm, I'm aware of that. And that's one of the things that now, you know, interests me about making grounds there. So we've we've talked with um, people in those bodies and and in the uh, safety bodies, like occupational safety bodies, and it's it's hard to make groundwork, but you got to you got to continue to prove yourself and continue to look to see who the right decision maker is, and th- that's in essence what we want to do. We want to we we just want to have my my goal in life is just to is just to have people come aware i'm i'm so blown away by the design of the whole body not just the hands the hands are i think really got my have my interest because they are so intricate but it's for the whole body i want to see people enjoy their lives and not get into bad habits and and that's kind of my belief has always been in practice is to educate people about about their bodies and about what they can do day in day out to maintain that you know, balance and eat properly, sleep properly, think properly, the whole thing. And, uh, you know, keep people out of these, all this severe uh, suffering and pain. And uh, I'm way more interested in having people thrive and maintaining their balance and performing well. And, you know, if you're going to, even yourself, if you're going to do these, these podcasts, you got to stay healthy. I mean, if you're going to be an example to others, we all have to stay 
healthy and do this. And we're doing no good to let ourselves go. And that's what I want to contribute with the hand exercise product. There's a, this stretching program is fantastic. And it teaches people to be able to do it very easily and, and to do stretching anywhere. Cause it's always been a nuisance, but they're two very similar concepts. Uh, learn it, learn why, and, and then just do it. And if I ask somebody to do a habit that takes 40 minutes a day, I know it's almost, it's not realistic in our day and age. We're, we're all busy. And that's what we try to do is, is to uh, make something doable, but complete, almost like bringing healthy, fast food to people. And that's, that's what the hand masters like is it, we can make you do all these exercises. There's no excuse. You can fit it into your day. And the stretching routine, I'll come on another time if you if you want me to. And we but it but it's basically all we're doing is getting people to stretch their whole body in three minutes. And there's a there's a you know, there's a techniques to study to learn how to do that. But once you do it for about a week, you get it. And then you have it for the rest of your life and you can stretch every day wherever you are. Um usually in your office or at home because it, it maybe looks a little funny, but I, I stretch when I'm pumping gas. Now I'll put the lever in and I got three minutes and I go do full body stretch. So, um, well, anyways, you see, I don't have, I don't have the leg. I mean, maybe we could, I'm in Jersey. They get, they pump your own gas. So I think we could do that. I could, I could yeah, spread three minutes. get out of your car and yeah, get out of your car. And do your, they might, they might think you look a little crazy, but do you want to be healthy? Sometimes get that already. So out it doesn't box. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so so doctor, there's something um, you know. Obviously, you you played golf. You played golf with you know, I mean, male and female, you know, players, um, uh, and an injuries can affect both. Is there a, a higher risk in one versus the other? Is one group more prone to injuries than the other? Yeah, good question. Um, generally speaking, um, there's not there's not a big ratios that have been uh, kind of shown by the data except for when you get into carpal tunnel syndrome. It's one of the ones that we talk about. So women or females are diagnosed with carpal tunnel syndrome at a ratio of about three to one compared to males. A lot of reasons for that. I think the main reason, the main reason is just structural. There's a, there's a narrower carpal tunnel, just females have a narrower carpal tunnel in general. Um, But you look at some of, and I don't, you know, there's, you can't really speak about traditional traditional roles of males and females because because it's not really traditional roles have sometimes changed a little bit uh, in the last few in the last bunch of years but if somebody so say a say a mom has had a baby now a couple of things happen once they get pregnant they're going to have peripheral blood flow like we were talking about earlier peripheral blood flow is going to slow down and whenever your blood flow like the blood flow and lymph drainage to the periphery slows down you have the carpal tunnel syndrome is always due to increased pressure in the tunnel that affects the median nerve. That's, that's the diag that's the basis of the diagnosis of carpal tunnel syndrome. And so when anything where there's peripheral blood flow or poor blood flow, uh, that is going, you're going to see a rise in carpal tunnel syndrome in those, in those uh, particular demographics, which pregnant women is one of those demographics. But the second thing is, is at, you know, once the once the once they have their baby, there's a lot of gripping. So there's a lot of finger flexion and wrist flexion to hold the baby as they're doing. I can't really see it, but if I'm holding the baby and I'm doing, you know, whatever else I have to do during the day, now we've got the fingers. You know, hold. I'll show. I can almost show you like this. If I'm 
if I'm holding a baby, my fingers are flexed. So the, there's nine finger, there's nine flexor tendons that go through that little carpal tunnel. So those are all flexed. Plus my wrist is flexed. So the top of the carpal tunnel is uh, having pressure on those finger flexor tendons that are going through there. And, you know, they've just come through where they've had poor peripheral blood flow. So really, you see, if you want to get, if somebody wants to buy our product as a, uh, as a gift, somebody's just had a new baby and you're going to a shower, that is a good product to buy them because now they can offset, they can get the blood flow started and they can prepare this area properly for when they have the baby. And that's just one uh, real high-end thing that we see. If a pregnant, pregnant woman... And then after you've had your baby, there's a lot of repetitive flexion and it puts a lot of problems at the car directly at the carpal tunnel. So that's the one that sticks out the most male to female. Generally speaking, males are stronger at just physically stronger. So when we look at, I used to teach golf lessons a long time ago when I was, you know, really into golf. And one of the reasons why it takes a female a little bit longer to get going is they're generally weaker. If we can get them to get stronger in their grip with strength and balance at their whole grip from the fingers all the way to the all the way to the elbow, they can control that club a little bit better and they can get off to a better start. And that's one of the things is we we work with a lot of, I mean, we've always worked with a lot of male and female golfers. And they're they're looking to do the same thing is to build so much strength and balance that you can just relax your hands on the golf club. You don't want to be really gripping the golf club super tight because then you can't let the force of the golf club go out towards the target when you when you create your swing but there's times when you know professional golfers will deal with high rough and the courses are very difficult and if they hit it off the fairway now they have to access that really strong grip pressure to keep the club going through the thick grass so with everybody, male and female, I think it's it always helps to have strong, balanced, healthy hands for all the reasons we've talked about today. But definitely for the beginner, people that are beginner golfers, I'd like to see the males and females, but the females, if they get stronger with their grip, they're going to be off to a faster start in their enjoying the game of golf. And, and obviously other games. So exercising the hand, you know, really getting that full range of motion and strength, you know, to those muscles will give them that extra, I guess, kick and they'll be very yeah. competitive at that point. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's the connection to it, it. That's, I talk a lot about when I talk, when I talk with athletes, I talk about, you know, your equipment, like golfers, for example, know their equipment very well. Their shaft flex, their kick points, their, the weight of their clubs, their lofts and lies. And they know their equipment very well, but, but, but the main equipment, the main equipment is themselves and, and without that equipment being really, you know, really uh, well taken care of uh, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to excel to the to the level they potentially could. So you just got to look at every area to get better. And especially in something as competitive as golf, but males and females, both uh, the stronger you are, the more benefit it is to be able to relax your hands during a normal swing or to call on grip pressure in situations where you need it for sure. Well, thank you, Doug. I mean, again, the question about the, I guess the the female versus you know male, uh, it's it's more about like what service, what can we do to improve? And certainly, if there is an area of weakness such as the copper tunnel, uh, and and by the way, thank you for sharing about the pregnancy and you know and that that's yeah. something that you wouldn't think about, but you know if there's an impact that that can be detrimental and you're not going to see it. I mean, 
this is the first time I'm hearing about it. I mean, I, my wife had two kids, I know, you know, and you wouldn't think about that, right? You know, I, uh, my mom had me, so I know she's yeah. probably suffered. And every, you know, uh, every person that's watching has a female, you know, role in their, you know, uh, in their family, in their surrounding. This can be something that can benefit them. And I love what you said about as as a gift, you know, <laughs> you know, that could work better <laughs> for them. Also, Hurricane, there's a thing called the Quervain syndrome that uh, it's a, it's like a thumb, ten, it's like a tenosynovitis of the thumb. And mm -hmm. and uh, uh, women that have had babies and are carrying babies get that a lot because the thumb is it really uh, is contracted a lot. And that extensor tendon uh, gets overused a lot. Um, so it's another reason. And I, I do think it's a market we want to spend more time in and say, you know, if people should, the, the women that are pregnant should be having, should be starting to strengthen with it, you know, as they know about it. So it, it is, again, I'm not pushing the sales stuff, but it's, it, it's a, it's a, where I'd love to see if you're scrambling for a gift for somebody that you found out is pregnant or has had their baby, this is a extremely helpful gift. And, and my wife had the, the uh, thumb tendonitis and we didn't, then we started her probably a little bit late with it. And then she had no problems. Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the device. It cannot be that expensive. So I'm, I'm talking about affordability is definitely going to be there. And yeah. so it's not, it's not like you're going to, you know, break the bank for, <laughs> for having a gift or a couple of those, you know, to, to spare. As a matter of fact, I'm telling you, I am thinking about it from, from our clients, our members, is maybe that that's a gift that we give them. I mean, we are entitled, like I think in, under Medicare rules, uh, you can only give gifts up to $15 value. So, I mean, that's much lesser than that, I'm thinking. So, so in a wholesale, I don't know if there's a wholesale price to it, but but you could get something like that and give it to people that could benefit from it. Anybody can benefit from it. Then. <laughs> there's no reason why not. So, and by the way, this is not a, uh, this is, we have a bargains channel. This is not the bargains channel, folks. But But really the concept here is, it is a tool. It is a, a device that can make a difference in your health and your life. You know, I mean, anything that can benefit us, you know, is is good for us, right? And uh, in a good way. And preventing injury, that's something that, listen, anyone who's experienced injury, you know what we're talking about here. It's not fun. It doesn't, you know, feel good. And if you don't get it right, you know, fixed, it's a long-term and long journey of, of, pain management and then you get all the other aftermath of whatever you do and it can be leading to as you said surgery is not something that we want i mean obviously if it's necessary we want to go there but if you can yeah. prevent it you know i mean surgeons may not like me right now but but the yeah. fact is that's if i think even surgeons will tell you you don't want to get into the knife until you need to get into the knife yeah. um so and i think it's the that's the final message is always to leave is we want we want our people to thrive like i want the the mindset is like you know, you got this one life, uh, why not thrive? Like whatever you're doing, learn the areas of your body that you use and just make it thrive. And once you do that, um, you just see, the, you know, performance, enjoyment go up and you see injuries go down. But if we're just like, oh, whatever, I'm not even going to worry about it. Um, you know, there's lots you can do if you get into good habits. And I think this makes it pretty easy. And so, well, thank you, Doc. I mean, uh, you know, uh, that was that was a great advice. We I, like I I usually ask the question, and <laughs> you covered it for me. Oh, that's... <laughs> no, the question, like you know, to leave our you know, folks with something that is a value, and the value is like you got to thrive. Yeah, and and really, that's you know, I think that's that's a well taken message from by anyone watching or listening right now. Uh, now, how 
can people reach out to you and 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 get the the device and or the book by the way i mean i know you mentioned the book amazon but on your website can they get you know access to yeah. all this yeah so if they go to our our website our main website is docsac.com so it's d o c z a c.com um they can go look at our products handmaster plus will be front and center right there and they can get information on that and then also hurricane if anybody wants to get a hold of me we've talked about a lot of stuff and and if somebody wants to ask a question about anything that we've talked about they can get a hold of me at info@docsac.com um and i answer all the technical questions if somebody's asking something about the health the book is on amazon and it's called great hands great life and it gets into all the details of the kind of the minute of all the joints and and all the reasons why um why we do full range of motion exercise and all the injuries that are related to repetitive gripping. Uh, you know, people generally don't realize that the carpal tunnel is a grip structure and that the elbow is a grip joint. Um, and we explain all that stuff. And once, once you understand it, you realize it's an, these are important areas. We've just never related it to grip, but that's always what we're doing with our upper extremity. We're gripping something and, and we have to realize that it is important. It's not just take something and squeeze it and maybe we'll have a better handshake. It's way more than that. Thank you, Doc. Now, one one question. Um, are the, the devices only available in Canada and, and the US or are they able to, to be shipped all around the world? Because this yeah, show no, is going to broadcast everywhere. So Yeah, no, Hurricane, we've got, we've got, we ship uh, in our, uh, like we, we do th sell through our site, but mostly we'll sell through uh, partners that we have. Um, and they're located all around the world. Um, you know, we've been at this for a little while now, and then the demand as you've come to, there's, there's so many different groups that are interested in it and, uh, it's kept us extremely busy. Um, uh, but we can ship, we can ship virtually anywhere. Um, you know, you just got to go onto our site or you, we've got all of our partners list, listed on our site too. Uh, so you can look to see who's, who's the best person to get a hold of in your area. All right. Well, Dr. Zachary, thank you so much for being with us. I mean, I've had, it's been real. It's, it's fun. I, uh, I enjoyed the discussion. I learned a lot. I mean, I have never thought, you know, we I mean, listen, I've, I've, I don't remember my, my basic anatomy from, from high school, you yeah. know, so that, that's how far back it went, but, but really like, you know, the, the big stuff, but like the details, I mean, just listening to you and the motion and all these things just kind of gives a whole different perspective about like our dynamics and our anatomy and, and really like, it's just uh it's unique and i love what, like you're fascinated by the body in general as as a machine as, as, as an operating you know uh the tool in its own right um and so yeah thank you so much for really sharing you know your insights with us and uh definitely uh, the device is is just the aftermath of of your research or at least your observation and the solution to a problem that that's i think evergreen because it's going to continue happening across until until everybody learns to use you know those hands properly and and avoids the these kinds of injuries so so thank you doctor for being with us today it's really well, you know, hey, hurricane thank you very much for having me because uh i, I like the way you interview i like this it's just a discussion i so i was looking really forward to to seeing you today and and i also want you to just i really appreciate you letting us talk to your audience and this that's the opportunity that that this is you know this is what we do is we look at it, it inspires inspires me to be able to talk to somebody and just you know, make up, maybe wake up one part of their life and, and move their, their uh, life forward. So 
yeah, you do a good job and I uh, appreciate you letting uh, us talk to your audience. It's, it's, uh, it's been fun. Pleasure and honor, man. It's a privilege. So thank you so much, doc. And so folks, we're coming to the end of the show here. I, listen, we've covered a lot of things and simple as it sounds, there's a big need here and there's definitely a good education we've received today, you know, to, to, to live and thrive as doctor gave us the advice at the end of the show. So, I'm Hurricane H. We'll be talking uh, soon. Another show, another show, new day, new guests, new topics. So stay tuned. Bye for now.